What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Lars. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Um, let's kick it off. You know, the, the elephant in the room. Uh, you got it all over the notes here at the beginning. Just got my bag packed for Rolling Loud. Mm. How soon are you leaving? I leave. So we're recording this on Wednesday and I'll, I'll leave like Thursday morning. So like at like 2 a.m. I'm driving to Chicago. So Okay, go crazy. I'm excited for you. It's definitely going to be a good time. No, of course. Yeah. The vibes is just a little bit different in New York. I felt than Miami and I think it's better in my case, you know, I was going to ask that if you had a preference between the two, cause I know you're a vet in the rolling loud game. Yeah. I mean, I guess this will solidify my decision, but I mean, I'd say all around vibes just were a little bit better in New York. Um, kind of like in Miami, it's just, it's fun of course, but it's just like, it's summertime. You know, these kids are out of school. You, you kind of get the crowd that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Who are you most looking forward to seeing in New York this year, though? Um, Big Sean's a big one. There's a lot of people I haven't seen, which is like New York's like perfect for me. There's like Big Sean and Pusha T, obviously, are probably at the top of my list, along with the full set from ASAP Rocky, Nicki Minaj as well. Haven't seen 21 Savage yet either. That's a sleeper. And hopefully uh, Chief Keef, you know, he didn't show up in New York last year. So hopefully I'm able to see him this year. Yeah, hopefully they can figure that all out. This is a deep lineup. I'm looking at it. I mean, Rolling Loud yeah. always comes with the strong lineups. So you know what you're going to get. But, man, this is pretty good. I'll never forget, like, the first use of Rolling Loud. Looking at the lineup, like, mm-hmm. there was Nuts. no chance I was going. But I was like, oh, my God, I want to be there. Because they had, like, Kendrick headlining and stuff. That was different, uh, especially for them being so early. Obviously, he's headlined since, but it was really crazy then. Um, yeah, deep lineup. There's a lot of, like, sleepers in here, though, too. Westside no, yeah. Gun, Danny Brown, uh, Boldy James and the Alchemist. Betty the Butcher, of course. There's some sleepers. It's so, I, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like you can see there's a lot of people I haven't there. seen yet, which is that'll be super nice. So, yeah, the one person I'm going to say that, you know, if it all works out, you should see is Ben Riley. I'll put you on Ben Riley. He's on Sunday. He's like the last line in the lineup. So he'll probably be fairly early in the day, but man's got some hits. So, yeah, I'd definitely well, check him out if I was you. We'll see how it, you know, plays out. Of course, you know, they don't drop the set times till the day of, so um, yeah, we'll see what happens. That, that's always tough. I like being able to plan it out a little bit, but either way, it always works out. I yeah, like. I mean, it's only three stages as well. They're all pretty close together. Miami, it was a, it was a J. They had five, sta- five stages, and it was just, I had to fucking sprint to see Dirk after Kid Cudi left. Like, there was some conflict there. Yeah, that's crazy, because that's kind of how Lala is. Lala has, like, what, probably seven stages six stages something like that so and it's a pretty big park so you're walking from one yeah. end to the other end if you want to see some big people but typically i like find my person or my stage and stay there for most of the day but yeah if you're moving around you're gonna be feeling it the next day no, so definitely. i can't even imagine doing it multiple days because one day and i'm done definitely it's a grind but you know you don't i don't really feel it until like i'm coming back so, you know, I'm getting to the airport, the flight back. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, my yeah, body that, is just... That flight back has to just be ass. Like, you're just so physically drained. You just want to be at home. But you got to sit on this airplane for how many ever hours? That's doesn't sound ideal. Yeah, but, I mean, it's all worth it, of course. You know, I keep it, going it back, is. so it's can't it be is. too bad, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Um, so, yeah, we talked about the lineup a little bit. Are you thinking there's going to be any special guests? Obviously, there will be, I guess, but who do you think um, some of these special guests might be i'd like to sing see nikki bring out uh low wayne of course 
you know, Drake's like his name's getting thrown up every every rolling loud. You know, no one's too big, but he's never made an appearance. So um, maybe with future, maybe with Nikki. Unlikely though. I'm not not counting my or hold my hands for that or whatever. But fucking, we'll see what happens. I guess. Um, I can't really think of anybody else. Like in Miami, there were obvious ones. You know, Travis Scott, maybe Kanye. We were saying, but we'll see what happens. I guess. Yeah, Drake. I mean. I- He's like one of the only artists that hasn't been at Rolling Loud at this point. You have Kendrick, you have Kanye, you have J. Cole, you have, you know, the biggest artist. Everybody, yeah. Except for like Tyler. I guess Tyler hasn't been there, but it's kind of a different lane than what he's in. But yeah, I think it's just kind of a matter of time before Drake does make that appearance. So I mean, it'd be pretty cool if it I was mean, this time. There's some, I mean, in the headliners even, you know, um, like with Nicki Minaj and Future both there, that's, we'll see. I yeah, mean, I, if, I, I, I think I, there's I, some I, strong I assume, guys. Yeah, I'd assume it'd be with one of those two, but you never know, I guess. Um, I mean, Future always has a crazy special guest, so we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, he's connected for sure. So, yeah, gonna be a good time for sure. Um, but, yeah, so we recorded last Sunday for the last episode, and now we're recording on Wednesday. So, Fantasy Football Week 2 has officially concluded. How did it wrap up for you? We said we're going to give a little update week by week to see how things are going. I, I lost both my last week one for both my teams, you know, got the W for both teams this week. So up to one and one. And uh, I mean, I feel like week one was a fluke. Cause I'm, I'm like high, like up high, really high in the points scored. So, you know, I think I was just playing a really good team the first week. So there's an asterisk there about those losses. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Sometimes um, I started off one, three across my three leagues lost one league and then won the other two this week i won my two money leagues so that's a big dub uh the league i lost is our like fuck around league where we can Uh take a player from the losing team and so i have now lost josh allen and austin eckler for nothing so uh tough so i I might just never win a game no yeah that's a real possibility (laughs) in that league because i mean you just keep losing players keep stacking up who are your, like, I feel like every year in fantasy football, you just have two of those guys, you know, they, they're not, you know, superstars or anything. You got them maybe a late round pick, but they're just, who are your like two early guys? I'm going to go with uh, Drake London for sure. And then I'm going to go with James Robinson, the ISU <laughs> legend. I got to show some love. Those two guys yeah. have been showing out. I haven't played either of them yet. They both been up. Well, I've played, actually, I don't know if I played James or not, but I definitely have not played Drake London. He's been on my bench, but I, I think have one game he's going to make it. I have him in both leagues. You know, I, I was forced to start him in my uh, $100 buy-in league. So, I mean, that's a big boy league there. And um, he he did his thing. You know, he almost had 25 points. That's one of them. Amon Ross St. Brown, I had him last year. He's different that, this year. Yeah. He's crazy. So, I mean, those are two of my guys this year. And then Michael Pittman, of course, I had him last year as well. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's solid for sure. Got a good little situation this year. Um, yeah, I've never had an NFL jersey. I've kind of been wanting to get one. I don't know. I used to want uh, Alvin Kamara jersey back he was my guy for a couple of years so but i don't know who i'd get at this point um i also like jalen waddle he popped off for me so i could rock yeah. with the dolphins jersey i think maybe i don't know we'll see if yeah. i get a football jersey i mean yeah i need i'm in the market for a new eagles jersey you know i, I got jalen hurts right now i have carson went to obviously no longer with the team so i mean i think i'm due i'm looking probably aj brown maybe Devonte smith so i actually just realized i was totally capping i have had one football jersey uh, but I've probably only worn it like five times ever. I want you to take a guess. What NFL jersey do you think I have? Um, Jonathan Stewart. That's a really good guess. Uh, no, it's Khalil Mack. 
Ooh, that's a weird one. Yeah, it was right when he got traded to the Bears. It was right when he got traded to the Bears. So yeah, I had to get it. I would have never guessed that one. Well, I played Madden a lot the year before. And like the ultimate team or whatever, I had him and I was going crazy with him. So I was a really big fan of Cleo Mack before he was on the Bears. And then if I had an NFL team, it would be the Bears. So I was like, okay, let's get this jersey. Yeah, I was going to say like Jonathan Stewart or a Ravens player. So yeah, I definitely would have liked a offensive player in hindsight. Probably I'm more. Yeah, no, defensive tied to like, those. and linemen in general, you know, it's just not, it's not as appealing. Cleo Mack, a dog though. No, yeah, like. I could get like a Fletcher Cox jersey, but I just feel like I would, I'd much rather have a skill position player, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, I think it's time. Last week we did the Drake hits bracket. You know, I love some songs on that bracket, but sometimes, you know, they're a little bit too mainstream. They're played a little bit too much. I'm a little bit sick of them. This week is the Drake deep cuts bracket. Some songs that, you know, might not have much success in the charts, if any, but he is Drake, so you know he's charting like 15 yeah, songs yeah, an album yeah. at this point. Um, but maybe there's on the charts for a little bit or whatever. This is a interesting one. There are some great songs on this. We each pick 16 songs, put them on a bracket, shuffled up the songs, and here we are. Had to switch some because we had like six or seven take care songs all on the left side. Yeah. So I put a couple onto the right side just to, you know, even out a little bit. Um but yeah, we got most of the albums represented here with at least one song. It's going to be a good one. It is. You know, this is like, these are the tracks I'm listening to. You know, like, obviously, you know the the hits, of course. But I mean, these are the ones I'm playing on a regular basis. So I'm definitely excited to get into it. Definitely going to be a good one. It's a deep, deep bracket. There are so many good songs on here. There's a couple, you know, that I'm not rocking too hard with. Hey, we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into it. First mashup, we got a new song. We got Sticky versus Crew Love. I really enjoy Sticky, um, but it's OVOXO, you know? I mean, like, this is this is an easy one, but Sticky is not a bad track. I think this is just, I think Sticky is going to lose first round, first round regardless of what it was going against, but it got a heavy hitter here. Yeah, it definitely got a heavy hitter. Uh, these are two songs that I picked. So, you know, I got love for Sticky if I picked it as one of my 16 but it's not OVOXO that's no, yeah, an that, unbeatable combo um yeah I had to give un, a little maybe bit not unbeatable you know yeah maybe not but in the first round probably yeah. uh how to give a little bit of love to you know probably my favorite song on honestly never mind though that or Jimmy Cooks we had Jimmy Cooks last week so I had to give Sticky some love this week um but yeah crew love is I mean just a powerhouse in the first round at least we'll see how the matchups look moving forward definitely all right moving on round two we got charged up versus cameras good ones go interlude how are you feeling here i really like charged up i kind of wanted it to get i wanted to give it that nod you know um you know obviously back to backs the more successful of the two diss tracks towards meek mill but i mean charged up's a slapper like um it's not a crazy diss or anything like that it's a, it's a good first diss though i mean I just want to give it its flowers, you know, get it on the list here as a sleeper Drake track. With that being said, though, cameras pretty easily for me. Yeah, it's definitely cameras. Long song. You get the two parts of it. Both are great. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Charge Up, it's a fine song. I definitely used to bump it a lot 
but it's just a little bit boring in hindsight. Like he's not really doing too much. The beat's a little bit like, I don't know, almost understated. Like it's pretty just chill. And he's just kind of has like a monotone type flow. Like he's really not doing anything too crazy on it. Uh, whereas I think cameras is a very like dynamic, introspective type track. And I got to go with cameras. Definitely. I'm in agreement with you there. So. All right. Next matchup, we got successful versus you and the six. I'm curious to see where you're at on this one, but I'm with you in the six. Uh, that song is a slapper. Um, successful is very good, but for me personally, you and the six. Okay. So you and the six is a song that I definitely used to listen to a lot. Um, but something about it, I just kind of was off of it for a while. Then as we made this playlist, and I was listening to all these songs. I liked it again. Um, I think the part that I didn't like was where he just says mama at the end of every line for like yeah. a bunch yeah. of bars. And I'm like, mm, like, I think that was a turnoff for me a couple years ago. And then I came back to it. I think it's a really strong beat. Great storytelling out of Drake. Um, I feel like in the, and the lyricism within that, you know, it, of course, you know, the mama gets repetitive, but I mean, he's, he's got bars in between it, you know, or like, you know, he's spitting real shit. So, yeah. Um, and now for successful, I do love successful. Um, so I told Elijah this, but I'll fill the listeners in. I went through and I ranked every one of these songs this morning so that I could have, you know, like a foundation he for cheated, my thought basically. process. Well, I didn't do the matchup, but I mean, yeah, you could have done it too. He, he cheated basically. I mean, you could have done that's, the same that's what thing. we're gonna say. It's he, not he cheated. He cheated. You knew the 32 songs as well. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I did I didn't rank them as seating, I just ranked them for my personal list. Uh, anyway, just to be clear. So I will say that these two songs are back to back in my ranking. So I could really go either way here, but I'm, so let's go you and the six. All right, next matchup, we got The Ride versus Diamonds Dancing. So when we were making this, we had like a, uh, I found like a streaming list of like all the streams. The, I think, I feel like The Ride is maybe the like least played song off Take Care. The Ride, it's a good song. Um, very good song like i mean it's a banger track I, I was very surprised by that with that being said though I'm, I'm a big diamonds dancing guy whoa okay i thought that lead up was for the yeah, ride I mean, I'm, I'm team the ride here i'm okay with the ride moving on i just i just got to show my respect to diamonds dancing you know yeah diamonds dancing i would say maybe it's my favorite song off of what a time to be alive i really enjoy diamonds dancing I actually would say I probably enjoyed Jersey by Future more, but that's, I mean, just an individual Future track on it. Um, but between the two, I think I like Diamonds Dancing for for the collabs. I mean, um, but yeah, the ride, I mean, it's just Drake going for so long. He just raps for minutes yeah. on minutes. Um, I think it's a more impressive track. Uh, and I just definitely find myself listening to it more now. Yeah, no, I feel like it's one that's crept up more as time's gone on with that. Uh you know, it wasn't I wasn't bumping this when I was, you know, in fourth grade listening to Take Care. So yeah, for sure. And I mean, anything that has a little bit of weekend flair on it on a Drake song, you know, I'm gonna sort of love that a little bit more than some better stuff. So yeah, the ride definitely gonna be a threat to make a run for me. Okay, next matchup here. We got too much versus 30 for 30 freestyle. I really like 30 for 30 freestyle. It doesn't touch too much. I mean, I'll start off by saying that, you know, so I don't trick you here. Um, but 
too much is just such a slapper. I mean, the Sampha um, vocals on there and everything, it's just beautiful song. Yeah, Sampha feature is beautiful. Uh, Drake has really good bars in the song, though, I will say. like, No, yes. It's one that I maybe don't, I don't know. I definitely listened to a lot, what, years ago when it dropped. That um, beat switch, too, is. Yeah, it's Full good. switch, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good song. Uh, listening to it today, revisiting it, I was like, okay, yeah, this is that, special. That flow um, switch is mean, too. It's, I'm thinking about it just going through it in my head. Yeah, and I don't know. 30 for 30 Freestyle was one of my lower-ranked tracks. Like, It's just okay compared to a lot of these to me. I, really, I think it's really a sleeper off of um, what a time to be alive. You know, it's not going to get talked about much at all. The streams weren't there as well. Um, it's one, you know, every once in a while when it comes on, I'm like, okay. Definitely a sleeper. Yeah, I will say that. It's not a bad track, but definitely overlooked um, on what time to be alive. Next matchup. This is a tough one. This I'll is, right this is a tough fucking matchup here. We got Look What You've Done versus Dreams Money Can Buy. God, these are like two finals contenders here for me personally um mm. this is a very tough decision like these are two of my favorite drake tracks ever oh man i'll let you i'll let you pick first and, and kind of go from there this is fuck i'd have to go with look what you've done i think okay yeah i'm in agreement there um that's where i was leaning but i just wanted if you said dreams money can buy i just wanted a little argument back and forth so i could get look what you've done past so yeah i love dreams money can buy this uh, is a tough first great imagine. song but look what you've done i mean that's like introspective drake at his best doing some storytelling yeah I, it's i think it's like one of drake's best songs probably um so it's gonna be you know another contender here to make a run but i think dreams money can buy also could have uh, been you know what i mean that, so this is a tough, tough for show matchup this is this isn't right yeah, but I think at the same time, like when we were talking about last week, you know, some of these matchups were kind of bad or whatever. I don't think there's any no, really bad yeah. matchups. You're like, this is a deep, deep bracket. I think, our, you know, the first two that we got into were kind of obvious picks, but those were like heavy, heavy hitters versus, you know, ones that are a little bit lower. So, I mean. Mm -hmm. All right. Look what we've done. Moving on. Next matchup, we got Wu-Tang Forever versus Jungle. I like jungle here um i didn't listen to jungle for a long time you know like it was i felt like i played a lot when it first came out and then i want to say probably like a few months ago i just started it just started coming back up in the rotation and now i just like go find it every once in a while and play it probably once or twice a week so i mean jungle hits for me yeah i think jungle is a beautiful track great instrumentation on that one i do love wu-tang forever though it's a very good track i think it's a very underrated track i don't really hear people bumping wu-tang forever too often uh, i do see some you know jungle love on you know tiktok and twitter even um but yeah wu-tang forever special but it's jungle yeah i'm glad that clears for you as well uh-huh next matchup here we got over my dead body versus no telling Ah, uh, this is like I want over my dead body to win, um, but I feel like we don't have like too much like actually like rap. Like Drake is just it's a different vibe on No Telling versus the other tracks we got here, and for that one, you know, I think I'd advance No Telling. I don't know. I mean, I'd definitely go with Over My Dead Body. I mean, if you want to talk about Drake rapping, I mean, this is some of the best rapping he's had in his career. I mean, some of these lines at the beginning are just crazy. Thought I killed everybody in the game last year, man. Fuck it, I was on though. I mean. I just we got a lot of take care love out there, and 
I do think I over my dead, dead body should move on. Uh, I just don't, I, you know, I kind of want to even it out, but fuck it over my dead body, move it on. Yeah. We got, I, I love take care. Obviously I think we both do, but I think that's very clear, <laughs> um, but it's gotta be over my dead body. Like I cannot play the, Oh, we got to have diversity here. Um, but yeah, it, it's gotta be the be- better song. And that is definitely over my dead body. Uh, but speaking of, you know, having an overload of take care, we're moving on to the second round on the left side of the bracket. And we have a take care on take care matchup. We got crew love versus cameras. Good ones go interlude. This is a tough one. I, I still think I'm rocking with OVOXO though, you know, um, yep. just an iconic collaboration. Yep. Um, I'm also rocking with crew love here. This is very close. I think cameras good one go is like, the definition of a deep cut like when we're looking at a deep cut bracket this is a song that is overlooked but the ones that love it love it oh uh, yeah i love camera cameras is such a great track it just it's going against you know a monster i mean yeah i will say i, I think you know crew love is a great song um but i do think there's some potential for it to be beat it is a monster for though now. for sure for now um all right so crew love moving on next matchup we got you in the six versus the ride I'm you in the six here. I feel like if you would have, we'd done this bracket, I mean, even like six or seven months ago, you in the six just wasn't hitting the same, but like I'd say over the last few months, it's just been, it's been a beautiful track that I've been listening to. So. Okay. So it's like funny. You mentioned that because like I said, I just haven't been into you in the six very much for a long time, but then hearing it today, I was like, Hmm, okay. Like it kind of started to pique my interest a little bit. Um, so, you know, maybe I'm at the first day of that couple months. Like, if you asked me in a couple months, I'd go with you in the six. But it's today, and I'm going with the ride. Ooh, this is our first, you know, major disagreements here. Um, I'll let you have it, because I don't think you in the six is making it past this next round for me. So, okay, the I'll ride. give you this one. Okay, how are we going to do vetoes today? We haven't really talked about that. Are we... I think we just go back and forth, or, you know. So, is that a veto, is... or is that just... that's a veto there for sure okay i can live with that i think and i mean if you want to negotiate where you get two vetoes in a row and then you know maybe i get three or something like that we'll we'll figure all that out yeah okay okay we'll see we'll see how it goes uh next matchup we got too much versus look what you've done this is look what you've done for me um i don't want to get you know say too much about this track just yet but i mean this is i'll say it once it gets knocked out or it wins either one i will say i you know, we talked about our favorite Drake song on every project in an earlier episode. Uh-huh. And I went back to our Instagram to see what our favorite songs were just to kind of like gauge where we we're going to be at. I thought, um, and I know you got love for that track. So, yeah, I mean, uh, this yeah. is pretty easy, easy here for me, although too much. It's just, it's such a great song. It, it is a great song. So I hate to see it get knocked out, but it's getting knocked out to a great track. Uh, next matchup here, we got Jungle versus Over My Dead Body. This is tough. Where are you at on this one? I'll, I'll let you decide first. I feel like you're riding with Over My Dead Body. I'm 100% riding with Over My Dead Body. I'm I'm okay with that, honestly. I love Over My Dead Body. Uh, okay. It's, like, it's one of my favorite tracks off Take Care. And, you know, this is going to be most likely a Take Care dominated bracket just because with, with that connection there, you know? Yeah, so... Uh, with over my dead body on that sets up the elite eight from the left side is all take care um <laughs> which i didn't really want 
uh that's why i moved a couple initially to the other side so i mean i guess that could means we could have six of the eight in the elite eight be taken yeah. but whatever um these are great it's songs a, yeah deserving i mean there's a take care is like got so many sleepers on it um it's not my most slept on drake album we'll get into that a little bit later but yeah great project obviously so let's see what the next matchup we have is we have crude love versus the ride i'm crew love here but i'm not too like partial to it or anything so i mean if you wanted the ride to move on here i would i'd be all right with it i think i'm going the ride that is that's surprising of course but i mean <sighs> i don't know it's very tough um i think when you're talking about drake songs you know obviously you're talking about the song as a whole we talked about this last week with you know little baby on once and needs but when I think of crew love, I think of that weekend feature way more than I think yeah. of Drake's verses. Um, whereas on the ride, I think about just some of Drake's best rapping. So that's the reasoning for why I got to go with the ride. Um, I just don't think Drake's verses like anywhere near the best he's ever done on crew love. And I think it's really just the weekends contribution no, yeah. that makes it for me. Um, so for that, Reason, Drake's no slouch and crew love or anything like no, that. No, definitely but, uh, not. But, but um, yeah, but when you think of that, I, I do think of that, you know, those vocals from the weekend. Um, so I'm all right with the ride moving on. Okay, let's go with the ride. Next matchup. This is a tough one because I remember when we were working on our favorite Drake song off of each project, these were the two that were in contention for me on Take Care. And it's Look What You've Done versus Over My Dead Body. I, you know where I'm at here. Although I do love Over My Dead Body. That is, that's probably one of my favorite tracks off of Take Care. Probably number two, I would say, pretty confidently. I did, you know, go back and forth for a few years on what my favorite track off Take Care was. But ultimately, look what you've done. It's just, it's taken the spot for me. Yeah, and I'm Over My Dead Body. So is this going to be a veto for you? It is. Um, okay. Definitely. All right. So that sets up here. The final four on the left side of the bracket, the ride versus look what you've done. I'm fine with going, look what you've done. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought that was going to be, be an argument there. I was going to give up all my videos for look what you've done and move fast. <laughs> no, I'll make um, it easy for you. I know that's where you wanted to go. Um, yeah. Especially since I tried to knock out the ride a couple rounds ago. So I mean, yeah, the ride had its ride, you know, um, a great run. But yeah, look what you've done. Great track. I do love the ride, though. I think I'm very happy I made it here to the final four. Um, but yeah, all right. Look what you've done. Wins the left side of the bracket. Let's see who wins the right side. Who's going to face off against it? First matchup, right side. We got Furthest Thing versus Scholarships. I love Furthest Thing. Um, scholarships is a very good track, too, though. These are two of the tracks I had chosen. But uh, I'd probably say Furthest Thing here. Um, I think it's kind of the same situation, you know, with Crew Love or um, Once in Need. It's like when I think of this track, it's not just Drake. I also, you know, hear that, hear the future um, vocals in here as well. So for that, I'll go for this thing. This is easily for this thing for me. Um, scholarships is definitely just a track that I don't go back to. Um, yeah. I, if I'm going to go to What a Time to Be Alive, I'm going to go to Jumpman, Jersey, Diamonds Dancing change locations even not necessarily scholarships whereas what i do think of nothing was the same i think of for this thing way more and that was like 
one of my favorite tracks when I was in high school. So got to go for this thing. All right, next matchup here, we got Weston Road Flows versus Marvin's Room. I don't know if it's Marvin's Room being, like, so overplayed, like, for me or what, but I'm not, like, huge into it anymore. Like, I'll still listen to it and everything. Not a bad track by any means. But Weston Road Flows, that's that's one of my Drake tracks there. That's probably one of my favorite Drake tracks, I'd say. Um, I'm, I feel like you're going to be Marvin's Room here, but I'm pretty convincingly Weston Road Flows okay uh yeah i'm definitely marvin's room here i think i can be quoted as far back as 2014 saying this is my favorite song of all time that has definitely changed um but you know in high school till you know probably like 2016 i was like this is the best song like my favorite song i love this song uh good song definitely played it too much then yeah i I think that's that's my thing, you know. Um, I'll listen to Western Road. I've, I mean, probably since it's came out, you know, I've listened to it more consistently. My thing is too. I feel like it's be- it can be played in more situations. Okay, I could agree with that logic, but I don't think that necessarily makes it a better track. I, I, I still, I, I think along with that, it's a better track. I mean, okay. Um, I just think. I mean, we're talking about like how iconic the tracks are last week and how much culture impact they have. Marvin's room is like the sad boy anthem for all of eternity at this yeah, point. Yeah, so I mean, at that point, is it a hit then? Well, it didn't. It's not on the charts. It's too long of a song. You know, it's not pop material, but um, yeah, it just, for the deeper cuts, it's gone crazy. Um, I'm not saying that's the reasoning for why I want to, I just had to, Talk no, about I, I get. I'm, I'm listening to your side here. The sad boy game has changed with Marvin's room. I was listening to it today, right before recording. That's like, I think the second to last song I listened to today before our recording, it was just hitting. I mean, Drake's verse. You obviously you have the singing. I'm just saying you could do better. I mean, that's classic. But then you get the rapping from Drake, and it goes crazy. Um, so yeah, I guess we're talking a lot about this, but. We're still split. Um, are you going to veto here? I'll put the ball in your court. Yeah, I can't let I can't let this track lose first round. Um, regardless yeah. of who it's against, uh, that's a very good first round matchup there. Um, I mean, just Western Road Flows is just oh, it's such a great track. I mean, I can't let it lose. That's my baby. Okay, that's tough because I don't know. I don't want to see Marvin's room lose the first round, but I guess I have a veto now. So I'll keep that in my back pocket for a special matchup here. Next matchup, we have 5 a.m. in Toronto versus Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, it like flies under the radar. Um, cause it's, with it being an older Drake track and everything, but I think it's pretty convincingly 5 a.m. in Toronto here. That is some of the best rapping Drake I've ever gotten. 100% same page there. I just have a very vivid memory. I remember listening to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. I got an iPod touch for Christmas and I only had enough time to download like, you know, how many of her songs, 50 songs, whatever, or iTunes money, you know, that was before Apple music. So you still had to pay for per song or album. So I didn't have that many songs on it. And I remember we went to my mom's side of the family for Christmas that afternoon. And I only had enough time to get so many songs on there. And I could vividly remember being in the car on Christmas day, listening to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Um, 
That's a I, random it's memory. a really good track though. I mean, like it's it definitely fl- flies under the radar completely. But I mean, Toronto is one of those ones we could be seeing. We could be talking around a few rounds from now. So I, I think we will be, um, especially with my veto in my back pocket. <laughs> uh, all right, next matchup we have March fourteenth versus Lord Knows. I love March fourteenth. Um, I love all these tracks, of course, but Lord knows is that oh, that's just Rick Ross and Drake just have such great chemistry. That's underrated. That's an underrated duo right there. Hundred um, percent. I mean, just always a slapper, and Lord knows, I mean, it fits fits the bill there. So, okay, I'm glad. I, I know that March 14th. Actually, I think both those were your picks. Um, I probably would have picked Lord knows to be on the bracket if you hadn't. Um, so I'm obviously going Lord knows here. But yeah, March 14th is a song that I just don't find myself going back to. Um, I think it's a cool story and all, but I just think the rapping is just so, I don't know, boring almost. Like, he's not doing too much. Obviously, the storytelling is doing something, I guess. But yeah, it's just not like anywhere near a lot of these songs to me. And then the ending goes on too long. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. So yeah, for those reasons. It's something I wanted to make this list, but I didn't expect it to get past the first round respectively yeah i think that's how it was like sticky so <laughs> we all got those tracks uh all right next matchup we got war versus star 67 war was like war's not gonna win here obviously star six seven um but war i remember seeing like a clip of it and it was just it was a really like good rapping drake track i mean we hadn't gotten something like that in a minute and you know he's got the little british british rapping going on <laughs> after you know his uh his little thing he did with gigs so um I really like War, though. It's pretty underrated, so that's just another one I wanted to make the list. Okay, I'm definitely on Star 67 here. I thought War was just, I don't know, I, it was an interesting addition to the list. Uh, definitely a track I don't go back to, but when I listened to it, to get ready for this episode, like, I tried to smile on my face. Like, it was, like, just a fun listen. Hearing Drake do his little British flow, I was like, okay, but that was, like, a one-off listen. Like, I'm not going to be bumping this off. No, yeah, that's, uh, I've never been, like... <laughs> too crazy about it but i i like i like giving it a nod you know we need something off dark lane demos so yeah i was noticing that we don't have chicago freestyle here spoiler alert for anybody at home but that's i don't even know if i consider that a deep cut though i know it's it's like right in between deep cut and hit so anyway that's i guess why i didn't make it but all right let's move on to the next round we have views versus race my mind views is really fucking good um i it's pretty convincingly views here for me i'm not sure where you're at though this is another one where i hadn't gone back to in a minute i could not tell you the last time i listened to views um until getting ready for this episode and i guess i haven't really gone back to race my mind too much but it stuck out to me on the first listen and then when i was looking at the songs i was going to pick for this I really like race my mind. Like I think race my mind has like the feel of a classic Drake track because you have like the singing type Drake, but you also get pretty good rapping from him. And I don't know, it has this nostalgic feel to it that I feel like he could be on a thank me later mm-hmm. or so far gone, even but he's obviously very polished. Um, I'm not going to like go put my, put my arm out there and get that chopped off for fucking views. Like I views isn't my favorite track off views, but I mean, I, I think it's better than race my mind, but I'll let you finish. Yeah. I'm going to finish here. Uh, <laughs> I think that Views is a good song. Views might have been my favorite off of Views when it dropped. Like I remember loving this. The sample is great at the beginning. And I think the beat drop into the 
verses are very good. I think it's a little bit long. I don't know. It just feels long. I, maybe it's actually, it's only five minutes, I guess, but he's kind of just rapping. Like there's no second chorus or anything like that. Second use of the sample. Like it's just two verses, which I, I don't know. I kind of do like that because it's a little bit different from what you go with the Drake. Drake's kind of cut and paste with the format. So I guess that just having long verses is cool. Um, but I kind of feel like it would have been so hard if it just ended after that first verse, like where he says, haven't flown with your boys in a minute. Like that kind yeah. of was a hard ending. And that's what I thought when I was listening to it. But then he has a really hard ending with the second verse too, where he said, if I was you, I wouldn't like me either. And I mean, that's also a great <laughs> ender. So I kind of had my complaint fixed. I was like, okay, like that's also a great ending. So yeah, I'm fine with going views here. I think this is a close matchup. I feel like, you know, when I see those lists on TikTok where they're like ranking the top drink tracks, this like, this one creeps up pretty high and I don't, I don't get it. I mean, it's like, it's a good track, you know? But I mean, it's not my favorite, like I said. But um, I'm, I'm, I think you could should win here. I think we spent a lot of time here on this matchup, and I don't think they're gonna have much of a chance in the next round. But <laughs> whatever, let's see what we got for the next matchup. We have Pound Cake, Paris Morton Music Two versus You With Me. Well, I'll let you start here. This is Pound Cake. This is easy. This is. One of the best beats Drake's rapped on in his career. I think this and Lord Knows are two standouts for me on production side. You got two great sides of the song, but I do really enjoy You With Me. I remember when that dropped and you got the little beat switch up where it probably like two thirds of the way in, he switches the flow up. I really enjoyed that at the time and I, I still liked it upon revisiting it, but Pound Cake is a classic. It is a classic, you know, I, I'm okay with that moving on, but you with me is, I think it just got a very tough draw first round. I would have liked to see this one move on, especially it, it hits a little bit more, you know, even with the DMX right at the beginning there. So, but I mean, Valid. we got through all the views tracks views is like, that's my deep cut album there. Like you're not going to get, you know, you have your tracks like hotline bling songs like that, but you have some sleepers that are very good tracks off views. So I think that's fair. I, I kind of wanted to have a, keep the family close on here because that's a deep cut i mean obviously it's the intro but i don't hear people talking about it anymore i thought that was a good track um so i almost made this but it didn't but yeah we got two view songs moving on at least so that's cool um next matchup we got the calm versus teenage fever we didn't put do not disturb on the list uh, i feel like that's not uh it's, uh it's that's like one of the in-betweeners as well where it could be a considered a hit um but i guess this is our track off more life but i'm riding with the calm i love the calm that's just such a great track to me it's teenage fever for me um and so i guess it's now don't use my veto on teenage fever um and i don't think i do so i think we're going the calm. i don't think it's gonna matter too much i don't think it is either i think this is a really tough matchup second round um personally i definitely would have gone teenage fever though i'm I don't know. It's one of my favorite songs. Definitely from like the post. If you're reading this, it's too late. Use your veto then. Use your veto then. I'm not using my favorite. Use it. It's one of your favorites. Use it. (laughs) (laughs) I do love it, but uh, I mean, it's in my back pocket. You're really going to do one of your favorites like that over a veto? Yeah, but it's, I say one of my favorites loosely. Like, (laughs) Uh, yeah. It really sounds like one of your favorites. It's not. Where'd you rank the calm? I'll tell you where I rank the calm. 
dead last. I ranked dead last. And you're going to let teenage fever <laughs> lose to that to dead last track. I'll say you right now. It was 12 versus 32 on my bracket. And you're going to let that, you're really going to let this veto control. you. I know like that's that. a deep 20. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> see, at least in my videos, uh, I was genuine. I was throwing them out there when, no, nah, but they needed to be. You could have seen what the matchups were going to be in the future too. I see it. I'm not using my veto here. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next round. <laughs> we got furthest thing versus Weston Road flows. I'm Weston Road flows here. I, I love. Mean, for, I'm, I'm I love furthest thing. thing. I'm furthest thing. Uh, man, two vetoes for you. What are you thinking here? Do you are you dying on Weston Road flows? I love for this thing. It's a fuck. These are both top eight quality tracks here out of this list. I've been trying to like, you know, mock up this little list in my mind so I can cheat like you. Um, <laughs> I don't even get where you're getting this cheating shit at. Like <laughs> I just ranked the songs that you had access yeah, no, to. Too. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing here? I just, I got to go Western road flows. So I, are, if it, if it are loses, you doubling down? I'm doubling down, like just some Vince Carter through the link arm in the hoop shit, you know, like. <laughs> okay, so we're going Western Road Flows then, and I will keep another one in the pocket. Uh, take them, take them all. Veto, you can just veto the rest of this fucking bracket. <laughs> okay, so we're going with what I want. Uh, all right, next matchup, we got 5 a.m. in Toronto versus Lord Knows. This is 5 a.m. in Toronto for me very easily. Yeah, that's that's an easy decision there. No disagreements there. Okay, I'm glad. Uh, next matchup, we got Star 67 versus Views. Star 67, easily. Okay. We got a couple easy ones here, I guess. And I think another easy one, we got The Calm versus Pound Cake, Paris Morton Music 2. Yeah. Okay. That's Those were easy. three really easy matchups right there. Uh, so I might have been saving these vetoes for no reason. But whatever. We'll see how it looks next round. We got Western Road Flows versus 5 a.m. in Toronto. I. 5 a.m. Toronto has to move on because Jonathan has he has more power. You know, he didn't use his vetoes early like me, but I'm just saying if this is my bracket, Western Road Flows wins here. It's 5 a.m. in Toronto. They're just such way, different so. tracks, you know. It's, they definitely are, but yeah, 5 a.m. Toronto is I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it listening to that. Next matchup, we got Star 67 versus Pound Cake. I like Star 67 here. I do too. Which I think is kind of surprising. I think Pound Cake is a very, very loved Drake track. It, it it's good, but Star Six Seven is it, that's different. It is like the line. I feel better with the writer in my system. Like I don't know why, it just hits. No, no, that intro. That's Star Six Seven is a very good track. That's that's a deep cut for sure. It is. Let's see the next matchup. We got 5 a.m. in Toronto versus Star 67, the final four on the right side to move on to the championship against. Look what you've done. Ugh, this is a tough one. I'll let you choose here. You know, regardless, it's it's your decision. So I guess either way, yeah. And I do have the power to decide the championship game right now, too. So I won't, though. We'll try to agree on that. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll just decide this one. Um, 5 a.m. in Toronto versus Star 67. So the thing here is, I think for years I've said that 5 a.m. in Toronto is Drake's best song. So I really want to go with 5 a.m. in Toronto. But I definitely listen to Sara 67 more. So does that change my ranking of what's the best Drake song? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, 
who knows because uh i mean you had the calm or you had the calm 32 and teenage fever at 12 so i mean like like <laughs> what are you really gonna decide here how'd your how's I'll your fraudulent you, list coming along i'll tell you right now that in the rankings these are one and two on my list in my power rankings um and five m in toronto is number one so let's move that on fraudulent <laughs> you're sat here coming from my neck this week huh uh all right championship matchup we got look what you've done versus 5 a.m in toronto and like i said i will not use a veto here we can come to very very different vibes here Um, i think you look at what drake the message from look what you've done you know like dedicating it to his mother's grandma and his uncle you know those are important people that he does not end up making you know 5 a.m toronto or tracks like that you know he doesn't become drake without those people i think that meaning behind look what you've done and it's just a great track i mean that's my argument for it that's why i would choose it as the winner okay my argument for 5am in toronto is that's drake's best rapping he's ever done i mean you've got some great production but then the rapping is what sets it apart drake's always you know he's gonna have access to whoever he wants to produce but the rapping is what sets tracks apart and i mean when he has the verse about that's why every song sounds like Drake feature and Drake. I mean, that's a great bar. The bullets flying backwards. That's a good bar. It's just, this is really tough to choose because they're so different. They are. Um, on my King James shit, I'm just trying to win here again. That should set it apart for you. I mean, you. Like 09 in your basement. You and I'm in love with Nebby, you know? Like, <sighs> it's just, oh, this it's is very so t- tough. Because <laughs> they're just know. so different. Like, man i don't know it is I tough think, i think we can ig pull this we can ig pull it but let's come up with a decision for ourselves the thing is i will say i think that look what you've done is the more like popular track so i just hate to see it win for that reason like people are like oh i haven't heard by them in toronto i'm sure most people have that follow us you know what i mean but i'm sure some haven't yeah, I mean, I I feel like with it coming out on care package and everything, like I that, I guess that's true. I guess if you're missing true. 5 a.m. in Toronto, that's on you. Like it is. Yeah. Like, uh, so I guess we'll leave it up to the IG poll. But yeah, I'm definitely team 5 a.m. in Toronto. I, but, I'm definitely. I'm look what you've done. That's that's my favorite Drake track ever. And, and I, versus your favorite, yeah. I know, and 5 a.m. in Toronto is mine. Uh, so I guess it's. I don't think a. Battle it's really neither of us can win like it's yeah. a <laughs> it's just 50 50 split i will say though that i do love look what you've done um, if i'm going rap drake i, I would go 5m toronto but if i'm going drake as a whole i gotta go with look what you've done i will say though that on my rankings i had look what you've done a nine just for you know your reference so you can see that i do love it like it is nine that's a top five drake track what what's in between what okay. is in between one and you want to hear what i had above nine. it yeah okay and some of these lost i didn't fight for some of them as much so you had vetoes on some but anyway this is what i had star 67 that's like T- valid enough yeah tell me valid tell me not valid star 67 the ride come on no okay, okay. come on that's not that's not it's like it doesn't deserve that reaction i guess but come on this, and this is a no order yeah. This is just, I'm telling you my nine. Over my dead body. I can listen to that argument. Crew love. I can listen to that argument. Jungle. 
I that can, one might I, be a stretch. That one might be a stretch. Yeah. That one's close. Uh, too much. Yeah, I'd listen to that, but I, these are like, this is razor tight here. Yeah. And I do have cameras, good ones go interlude. Uh, you got the you got the superior uh, track back there at nine. Okay. I I'd personally you know I'm this song I'm very partial to this song. Um, I'm gonna fight for it a lot. You know it's, it's one of my uh, it's my favorite Drake track. So okay, yeah, I, I, how I don't close, think how, there's gonna be an agreement here. So how close is is your like one to nine? Like what? How far away would you say that is? Would you say it's significant or it's it's pretty t- tight decision? Uh, I think that my top five is pretty like i love those and then the next one i love i really enjoy i love too i guess but just a little bit it's one step lower we're not talking a huge gap there's some obviously nostalgia at play here i love these i have connections to these for whatever reasons and then some i've just listened to more like a star 67 you know isn't as old as a take care track i've had as many years with it but I think it's just a song that I listen to way more, and that's why it's so high on my list. Yeah, I don't know. I do love "Look What You've Done," though. That's I don't know. It's I feel like you're questioning your list again here. <laughs> I'm not questioning it. I just do love both of them. That's why it is a tough matchup. Definitely. Um, I I knew there wasn't there's gonna be some you know disagreements here where we there's gonna be some overlap, and we just weren't gonna be able to agree. I mean, that's just how it is, you know, with two hosts here. Um, so. I know we really need a third person or a tiebreaker of some sort. And I guess it's the IG polls. I guess that's going to be the tiebreaker now until we can settle in on some sort of tiebreaker while it's happening. Cause that's like an after the fact thing, which is fine. You know, you guys are going to hear this and you're not going to have a decision on who the number one or what the number one Drake deep cut is, but yeah, we'll get it to you next week, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we'll go vote on the poll. I mean, we'll see Please go vote on the poll. This is going to be a big one. I mean, I don't think we can go wrong. Like, if it was, look what you've done, like, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. It's not yeah. like it's war. Like, it's whatever. Uh, you know, the, the I'll play the war intro. <laughs> yeah. All right. IG poll. Tap in. Go vote. Yeah. We'll see who the I don't, I don't think either is. of us are wrong, so. No, I think we're both right. What Where does... I've even trying to rank on your list if you had a, a list. I'd, I'd have a really like, because I there's like rapping. I think I'd have to have a different list, you know, like rap flows or, you know, songs like What You've Done. Um, overall, I mean, it's for sure a top 10 track. Um, I'm trying to think of what I would have ahead of it, though. Valid. So, so I guess yeah, we're kind of the same page yeah. on that, though. Like, we're both like, you know, our one versus a top 10. So, yeah, I think that's, I don't know, it's a good matchup. But yeah, I, I we talked a lot about this. No decision. Go to IG. That's the wrap up here. Let's move on to the news. Like we said earlier, we're recording this on Wednesday. You're going to hear it on Monday. So we have some new releases that are supposed to drop on Friday. Things change. There might be more releases, surprise releases. You never know. But right now we're looking at projects from G Herbo, Lucky, Wi-Fi's Funeral, Willow, and Dermot Kennedy. And then we get some singles from Lil Nas X, Young Gravy, and Quadeca. Anything light here week. that you're especially yeah. looking forward pretty to? Pretty light week. Um, the Lucky Project. I mean, you know, I know that's something you're pretty big on. Someone you're pretty big on. So, I'm um, definitely gonna give that a listen. I'm not too big into G Herbo or that whole you know trap scene, but it's a Chicago legend there. So, facts. 
I'm definitely looking forward to Lucky. Uh, shout out to Quedeca. That single is pretty cool. It actually dropped the other day, um, almost a week ago. By the time you guys are going to hear this, but good track if you ever heard it. Um, yeah, light week though for sure. Nothing too crazy. We haven't had a big project in a second. Like, who was the last like big name to drop? Like, I mean, I don't know. It depends who you consider big. Like, yeah, like I'm talking like JID big or no? Yeah, like I'd say JID was like the last like top ten contender we've had. Mm-hmm. and then before agree. that even it was maybe joey or somebody mm-hmm. yeah it's been a minute yeah kind of light but there have been good projects since then so still a lot of music coming out all right other news we got post malone at his concert in st louis fell through a hole in the stage broke a couple ribs came out and finished the show what do you think about that we could have been there watching that you know i know you're not a big posty guy but uh I, that's someone I kind of want to see in concert, but I've I've just I haven't heard good things from the people that I've heard that have seen him, you know. So um prayers up for him though, you know, that that, that sucked to happen. Like yeah, imagine that, was... that happened to Kanye. Kanye freaked the fuck out. Oh, there, there's no way Kanye's finishing the show. So shout out to Post Malone for coming back and finishing the show. Like that's commitment. He's still on the tour. I don't know how much like a broken rib affects you because like I feel like it would, like with your like lungs and Vocal, stuff, like yeah. when you're singing and moving around, but Shout out to Post, he's making it work. He all he does seem like he'd be a guy that wouldn't like let something like that stop his tour though. So, shout yeah, out I mean he's on stage getting drunk every every night. So I mean, yeah, I, he, I has, hope he, he has to feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd hope he can work through that. <laughs> all right, next news here: Kanye's Yeezy shades are allegedly going to cost twenty dollars. Are these a cop for you? What do you think about the Yeezy shades? I mean, for twenty bucks, I feel like they're a must cop. Um, fuck it. You know, I'll be like AB. I'll be I'll be doing my dance in the Yeezy shades. So, I think they're kind of funny. Like, I don't wear sunglasses really. Obviously, we both got glasses, so whatever. But I think they're super funny. Like, they have potential to be the new like clout goggles or the uh, like stutter shades that Kanye used to wear. Like, these have potential. These feel like an era of Kanye. They match the aesthetic of like the all black, you know, workwear type stuff that Kanye wears. Big jackets, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think these will feel like something like when you look at those stutter shades that he was wearing, like graduation era, this is that era. So it'd be nice to have, I think. I remember I used to want a pair of those so fucking bad. And Lauren had like a (laughs) bunch of pairs of them. And I always used to ask her for a pair. And she would never give me one. But like on my birthday one time, she gave me one. I was so happy. But That's uh, so fire. Yeah, no, those those shades were, they were it. The stutter shades were different. Yeah, my sister Lauren that he's talking about had I don't know, probably eight pairs at least. Like she Dude, got a pack. I used of to like covet those pink things. and yellow and orange and blue and white and black, all the colors you could think of. Uh, yeah, I used to just take them out of a room and just throw them on every now and then. Uh, I, I think that was at the age before I had glasses anyway, so I could just be like throwing them on for fun. Uh, one year, I think it was my junior year of high school, maybe we had a Halloween dance, and I was just lazy and I was not trying to do all that. Cause it was like basketball season and I get on a practice. I was trying to go to this, whatever. And it was like through link crew, which is like a mentoring thing for the freshmen that juniors and seniors do. And so I was like a mentor or whatever. So I had to go, I went and I dressed up as schoolboy Q and all I did was wear a bucket hat and stutter shades <laughs> and just like my normal clothes, like jeans and like a crew neck, like a corn jerker, like a fear that you're sure. <laughs> no it was a it was just a plain jordan crunet gray but (laughs) but yeah the cordial stuff would have been so funny if i was just like literally fresh out of basketball that just put on the bucket i was like yeah i'm iconic though like back in the day my gta character used to always have the bucket hat the shades on so i mean that is tough 
I also don't know how many people even knew who Schoolboy Q was. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't a good representation of Schoolboy Q, but it was like even worse because nobody would have known even if I was dressed up like very well as Schoolboy Q. Uh, and that's just, it was probably what, 2015? So he's like just off oxymoron. So wow. he's not like big at all, not the level he's at. So it was just a super random person, but like, I had the items to do it, so we did it. I think the bucket house was also my sister's. Actually, I know it was. Uh, so, yeah, she, I think I just took things from her closet to be schoolboy Q. Um, there you go. Yeah, got to work with what you got, I guess. Uh, all right, next news here. Freddie Gibbs posted the track list for his upcoming album, Soul Sold Separately. And the feature list is looking crazy. We just talked about, you know, there hasn't been a huge album, but this is one that I think has to be in contention for that top 10 spot at least uh the feature list includes kelly price offset Moneybag yo rick ross anderson pack raekwon dj paul Pusha t music soul child and scarface this is a wild track list it is um i'm really excited for the offset future you know i've really been big into what um takeoff and quavo have been doing with um you know the unconfused dynamic there but uh i'm interested to see what takeoff does you know that was at a time, that was one of my favorite members of the Migos. I feel like they've all had their run for me. Um, but, I mean, with them being broken up and him kind of taking on this solo career, I'm interested to see what he's going to sound like. For sure. I think he's probably the most talented member of the Migos. Um, so, yeah, I think he can go crazy on this track. I am very excited for the Anderson Pack feature, though. And then the Pusha T. I think that those two yeah. are going to go crazy. Like, Pusha T and Freddie elite like you got palm olive off of uh bandana and that feature was crazy from push i think one of his best i think it got like verse of the year on complex or something the year it dropped so yeah i have high hopes for this whole project but gonna be crazy um all right sticking on push a t though we got some news he's working on a new solo album and a special project i know you had some you know ideas of what this special project could be tell the listeners i mean i you gotta know if it's being listed as that i I, i'd hope it's eclipse reunion um i can't think of much like much else it could be with them you know having that that noting for it and everything um that's my hope of course i can't think of much else though what it would be yeah i think that could be crazy a super special moment if that does happen obviously i think they've been a little bit more active together yeah, i mean recently try, i know nico um, yep and then i mean even back to jesus king jesus king yeah so yeah i think it's definitely possible like they're definitely working so we'll that's, see that's one for new york it's not very likely to happen but if he brought out um no malice i'd be I'd be happy with that. That'd be fire. Like, I feel like it'd be a guess that people like would either love or they. Yeah, I mean, they're not really going to care. Oh, yeah. I don't know the last time they performed together. Maybe it's been, you know, <laughs> they're doing, there's a know. Virginia Beach. Um, they're doing a show. I think it's like the really close to dates to New York Rolling Loud. So I'd assume they do a reunion there. Mm. But I mean, a man can hope, of course. But yeah, I'm excited for some Pusha T. I'm going to be seeing Pusha T Thursday, the week that this drops. St. Louis, the pageant. With IDK kind of, is the opener, I'm trying so. to think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my way I can scheme my way into that, but I, I don't have very much personal time off anymore with uh, taking a vacation, and then obviously the lyrical lemonade one as well. Um, I did just order the "It's Almost Dry" vinyl, the pre-order for it. So 
fire what is it a black vinyl or what color is the record um it didn't say it was just like the pre-order for it so we'll see what see how it comes i feel like you do something cool with that but yeah i'm very excited to see push a t live obviously excited to see idk as well but i've seen him you know once now so never seen push very excited loved it's almost dry love daytona i was looking at his track list he does like almost all of daytona mm-hmm. which is yeah it's crazy I mean, I'm, it's I'm super, super short album, obviously super but, excited for that yeah one that i deep. don't don't think he'll play in new york but i want his uh, hard piano yeah I, I i don't think it's on the track list right now of what yeah, he's been was, doing but it, it's possible i guess never rule it out love hard. that's probably my favorite track off daytona so that's a pretty good one there yeah there's definitely just some crazy tracks on it like um obviously i love the, some of the new tracks just so you remember all that but i mean i'm glad he does nostalgia i mean that's fire comeback baby i'm glad he does and then he does some of the like the features that he's had over the years. Like run away. Run away. I think that's the one where I'm just gonna go so crazy. Like, oh, I'm loving it. I already have it all planned out. I'm hoping to be at the spot that me and Levi were at in St. Louis when we saw baby Keem. We're like 10 feet away, not pushing around down there. I don't think push a tease would be a yeah, pushing crowd, obviously. Be... I think it's gonna be a lot of like standing vibing, but either way, I'm loving the spot that we had for baby Keem. If you saw any of my stories on instagram or whatever push a t i think i think that's what i'm gonna camp for in whatever order they're gonna push a t or big sean or you know flip that around so that's one i want to camp for and i don't think the crowd's gonna be too crazy for either of those guys so i'd like to get up front front so yeah i think that could be fire like you're not gonna be dying in there i don't think so i think it's a, a good crowd to be at the front of i've never been like rail at a concert like that or a festival like that i should say but i'm sure some of them are crazier than others and this would definitely be back yeah. end we'll see we'll see what happens you know we'll we'll know next episode Let's we will see. um all right next news here future sells his publishing catalog for 65 million dollars to 75 million dollars reportedly what are your thoughts on this it's kind of crazy um it's crazy to actually think about you know selling every single song you'd made and you know selling all the rights to it and everything um i think it's a good play though yeah, I think that's a lot of money. Like, yeah, <laughs> for the right dollar, I think it's a good move. And obviously, this is not pennies. This is millions. This is a big move. I mean, there's talks of Kanye apparently looking to sell his for 175 million, which is nuts. a way larger amount. But he's Kanye. He's got way more material, and I think he's you know just a larger figure in rap historically and stuff like that. So yeah, I could see him getting whatever price he wants with the right buyer obviously i, I don't know who can pay that much money yeah. but for well, Kanye, that's like, i think it's possible know, like drake doing a 400 or 400 million dollar like lifetime deal pretty much so i mean it's just crazy the amount I mean, they're getting paid for paid well so so crazy this is not music related but did you see the push or <laughs> did you see that steph curry might be signing a lifetime deal with under armor yeah um I saw billy his, billy yeah i'd hate to see what lebron's lifetime i feel like he it was too long ago so i mean i'd love to see what they paid him for that lifetime deal but th- these lifetime deals are just crazy like it's so crazy because i mean if you look at steph curry i mean he's got what probably uh maybe five six years left in the league because he yeah, but like keep retroing him and everything but then, yeah they got so many years after that so and he's obviously a legend he's changed the game so yeah, I think that's a great buy for them, but it's just so crazy. Like, I didn't know Under Armour had a billion to drop like that. 
Yeah, I mean, they're like that, you know? I know, but it's crazy. Like, a billion dollars. That seems like so much, like, unfathomable money. Um, But, yeah, it's wild. Because I saw a clip of, like, Steph talking about how much money he would take to, you know, do something. I think it was either retire or maybe do a lifetime contract. I think he said $500 million. So, dubbing that up is pretty wild. That is. We'll have to keep getting an update on that if he ever signs because how Billy's crazy. That's a you know, billion dollar net worth there. Not very many basketball players have done that. So, no, nah, that'd be huge. But yeah, I think that just about wraps up the episode. Yeah, I mean, that wraps it up. Have a good week at Rolling Loud. Hoping you have a good time. But yeah, make sure to go vote on the Drake poll. We need a decision from you guys on which song is going to win the Drake deep cuts bracket because there was no way we were going to say, I think we could have gone back and forth for half an hour, just talking about how much we enjoy both those songs and still not come up with a decision. So had to cut it. Well, let the fans decide, you know? Yeah. That's the real decision of second half. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We'll be back next week with another banger. Of course. Peace. Peace.